Ancient peoples have gathered around the fire to listen to the spellbinding tales spun by the storyteller. Tales of magic, of gods and mortals, tales of brave heroes, tales of bands of heroes, bands of heroes marching to battle, bands in battle, a battle of the bands! Greetings, dazzled dudes and dazzled dames. Yes, it is I, Freaky Dink Fingerhut, formerly top-rated DJ at WTFH in Mixon, Georgia, and Airsats chronicler of the legend of the Dazzle Dudes. You might call me the keeper of the Dazzle Dudes flame, or maybe the keeper of the Dazzle, or uh, it doesn't matter. So... The big event had arrived. Saturday, the Battle of the Bands at the National Guard Armory in Mixon, Georgia. WTFH was the main sponsor of this event each year, along with local businesses like Peepaw's Smoking Barbecue, Blanche's Donuts, Skeeter's Auto Salvage, and this year's new sponsor, CC Sassy Homescapes, which was incidentally owned by Jimmy the Drummer's Mama Connie. You may recall from earlier episodes that I had an overnight locals-only show called Mixon's Own, which showcased the homegrown talent of our town. For this reason, and I like to think because of my status as Mixon's top DJ, I was always the MC at these events. However, due to WTFH station manager Fletcher Lafayette's popular voiceovers on our radio ads, I had asked him to share the duties with me at this year's show. Fletcher had become a popular figure around town since he'd moved there. He was a good, civic-minded fellow, kind to everyone, and a snappy dresser to boot. But his real popularity came from that voice. At People's Smoking Barbecue, you will find a dazzling array of treats to satisfy even the most discriminating of meat enthusiasts, from the beef brisket to the chicken and pig, pig, pig. And don't forget their chitlin buffet, all you can eat every Sunday. That's Peepaw's Smoking Barbecue on State Road 21. See you there. Now, the Boogie Bayou, which was what the music scene of Mixon was nicknamed, had spawned a surprising variety of musical acts. Fletcher and I had had quite a list of applicants to pick through that year, and we had narrowed it down to six. It was tough, but we wanted a fair representation of the rock, or at least rock-related artists from the area. Now, Mixon was a very musical town, and the state of Georgia has always been the home of great music. Rock and roll, soul, jazz, R&B, funk, gospel, hip-hop, you name it. 
And, of course, you had Macon, Georgia, which was getting a lot of attention in them days, what with their all-famous so-called southern boogie bands. We Mixonians called them suburban boogie. They called us swamp critters when they thought about us at all, which was mostly never. But anywho, WTFH was a rock station in them days, so the Battle of the Bands was all rock or sort of rock. Sure seemed like folks was more excited about this year's show than previous ones. Might have had something to do with bands like the Dudes and Freakin' Burger getting a little more attention on my overnight radio show. It had taken Fletcher and me an unusually long time to come up with a fair lineup for the bands, but we finally did. It ran like this. Helvis Von Trapp and the Trapezoids would come out first, play their one song, The Goddess, then go home. The hollering boys would then take the stage and do one or two songs, whatever suited them, then go home. Then the actual competition would begin. Boogie Saurus, who were veterans of the scene, set the right tone with their ponderous, almost mystical sludge, which was hard to understand anyway, so they were fine with being third on the bill. It was rumored that they'd probably focus on their day jobs after this show anyways. They were all a little older than the other rock bands. Fletch and I decided to put Picnic Records' Rock Buddies next as we wanted to get them on and off as quickly as possible since we didn't expect a warm reception. And as Mun and Tander had been set straight by the captain, as referenced in the last episode, they wouldn't have too much to say about it. We did decide to let Mun come out and talk about the band for a few seconds before they played as we felt that would add to our uh, personal amusement. The next act up was Thick Brick, who was the Jethro Tull-inspired outfit who appealed to a more um, eclectic crowd, but who were quite entertaining with their kazoo player who stood on one leg. Then would come Boogie Machine, who were another nebulous and loud group of scene veterans, and they were seeing the other side of their career arc as such, too. The Dazzle Dudes would follow them and, well, hopefully bring the Dazzle. That is, as long as they didn't get too many folks hollering for them to play the people's smoking barbecue commercial, which would probably piss Jesse right off. I suggested they rehearse it just in case, and they did, to their credit. Then the last act would be Freakin' Booger, with its lead singer Ronnie and his supposed parasitic twin Donnie. As I've mentioned many times, there is a lot of speculation that the life form growing from Ronnie's chest was just a doll that he shook around, but either way, they were always a crowd pleaser, and they'd won the Battle of the Bands the previous year, and hey, that's show business, right? Of course, after Freakin' Booger left the stage, Fletcher and I would come on and lead the audience in the voting, which was, as you probably guessed, based on crowd response after each band's name was called. Now, some might say this was a little unfair, as audiences always tend to yell the loudest for the last act named in such events. So Fletcher and I decided to mix the names up. Not that that made it any more fair, but as they say in politics, the optics were better. As I was one of the MCs, that restricted my candid cassette taping somewhat, so besides keeping one of my recorders just off stage, I give one to Billy, the dude's bass player, just like I did when they did the Skeeter's wet t-shirt contest, knowing he'd keep it handy and pick up some fun stuff. 
And of course, I had the sound man do what's called a board tape, but just meaning in this instance that I just stuck another one of my cassette recorders on his soundboard to catch the whole show. And the festivities commenced. Welcome, everybody, to the 1974 WTFH Battle of the Bands. I'm Freaky Dink Fingerhut, the big guy with a hairy eye. Y'all ready for some mix and rock and roll or what? Joining me on stage tonight is WTFH's station manager, Fletcher Lafayette. Greetings, fellow Nixonians. Are you ready to, as it were, rock the joint? First up, it's a Battle of the Bands tradition. The man from Jessup, Georgia with the gold pompadour. Hell of his fun trap and the trapezoids. Night when night I get in my bed. Visions of you in my head, in my head. said had one song the goddess he sported a gold pompadour and i mean gold so he looked like a sports trophy black sunglasses which he never took off and he wore a pink suit his band who looked like prison work release boys all wore black suits now next up was the legendary hollering boys now the hollering boys lived in the general area Although it was somewhere way out in the country down the dirt road that nobody ever drove down for any reason ever. There was either five or seven of them, depending on whatever else they all had to do that day. They was all related somehow, like brothers or cousins or something. It was best not to think too hard about it. They were all big boys, and they'd be wearing whatever they was already wearing that day, which was usually overalls or khaki work clothes. All right, let's keep right on cooking with your friends and mine, the Hollering Boys. We are the Hollering Boys. We are the Hollering Boys. We are the Hollering Boys. Will we holler too? We are the Hollering Boys. We are the Hollering Boys. We are the Hollering Boys. We 
one shirt with a dirty old collar. Living in poverty, living in squalor. Life ain't nothing but a big old holler. Next, we have a special treat for you. These young people are from Dugansville, Georgia, up near Atlanta. Oh, come on. And they're about to put out their first record on the legendary Picnic Records label. And here to tell you a little bit more about them is Picnic Records president, Garton Munn. Uh, thank, thank you very much, Festa. Hello, Mixon. How we doing tonight? Oh, Yankee! I, I'm happy to be able to present to you a oh, group God, of Yankee! young people who are sure to be a monster hit in the next few weeks. I'm telling you, when this record hits the stores, people are gonna be saying, Elton who? Led Zeppelin who? Fuck oh, off, Yankee! Okay, okay. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, all the way from Dugansville, Georgia, Picnic Records' newest hit makers, the Rock Buddies! We're not sissies. We're not arty. We're the ones that make you party. Don't be an old buddy-duddy. Get on down with the rock buddies. She's got it.
see, we're dressed up like famous rock stars. Like I'm supposed to be Jim Morrison, Jerry's supposed to be Greg Allman, Katie's supposed to be Janis Joplin, and... Okay, everybody, they're throwing too much stuff. We better go. Oh, come on now, Mixon, we can do better than that. Let's give the Rock Buddies a hand for coming all this way, at least. All right, everyone, all right. Now we've got the delightful art rock band Thick Brick with their winning combination of medieval and rock styling. Yeah, and if you, if you close your eyes, you'll swear you're listening to Jethro Tull when that kazoo kicks in. Thick Brick, everybody! <laughs> to get out of mixing relatively unscathed. The guitar player had a little gash on his forehead, but nothing the Band-Aid didn't fix. I think the lead singer got his leather pants ripped a little by an unhappy attendee, but they was okay otherwise. In the midst of all this, the cassette deck I give to Billy, the dude's bass player, had picked up the usual dude's pre-show patter. Man, is anybody else nervous? What? I'm a little nervous. Boy, they didn't like them rock buddies much. What did you expect, man? They're just stupid posers. They suck. Yeah, I know, but I mean, aren't you a little nervous? Hell no. I'm ready to bring the dazzle. Fucking dazzle. Dazzle dudes! Sabbath dudes! Dudes. Jesse. Yeah, Jimmy? Are you high? High? Hell yeah, I'm high on dazzle, man. Just dazzle. Well, I smoked a bowl earlier, but that's all. Just mellowed me out. Uh-huh. I mean, I was just getting a little stressed. You know, people were going to start yelling for us to play the stupid jingles, like peepaws or some shit. Man, I wouldn't care if they did. That's how some bunch of people knows us. Well, I hope they fucking don't. What are you going to do if they do? Well, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll just... I'll just... He'll play him. Uh, I guess so. Under protest. Hey, boys. Hey, Mama. Hey, Mrs. Cochran. Hey, Mrs. Cochran. Uh, hey. Hey, Connie, you sure look good tonight. Yeah. Hey. Where's the captain tonight? Oh, he had to fly back out to the ranch to see about some business. Jimmy, do me a favor, run out to the car and refill my flask, will you, sweetie? Mama's getting a little low on bourbon. Uh, okay, Mama, sure. In fact, you got that coat on. Just bring that whole fifth in. You won't have to make another trip tonight. Bottle's under the front seat. It's gonna be a long night. Isn't it, Jesse? Uh, yeah. Oh, look, there's Julie and Darlene. They said they were gonna come. Thank God Darlene didn't bring that moron husband of hers. Now we can have some real fun. Right, Jesse? Hey, Jesse? Uh, sure. Hey, Jesse. 
diver man Won't you drop me a line Yes Hey deep sea diver man Everything is fine yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right, splendid, splendid, boys. Let's have a big hand for Thick Rick. Everybody knows our next act. They've been around mixing for a good long while. They're like the godfathers of the Boogie Bayou. Let's bring out the Boogie Machine. What, what do you mean by that, man? We're still relevant. Oh, oh sure, sure. I didn't mean anything by that. We, st we still got a message for the kids. Oh, of course, of course, of course, of course. I mean, we started this whole scene. We, you sure did. Here they are, the boogie machine. Rattlesnake, baby, going up in my bed. Get me on my toe and that shit bit me on my leg. been my intention to question the enduring relevance of the boogie machine, but let's face it, they were a little long in the tooth. I think one of them might have even been 30. In the meantime, the dudes were heading up to the side of the stage to get ready for their big moment. Billy decided to entrust my cassette deck to Connie. Hey, Miss Cochran, would it be all right if I left Dink's cassette deck with you while we're on stage? You know, he likes to get recordings of everything going on, you know. We'll only be up here for about 15 minutes. Would you mind? Why, sure, Billy. I'll keep it right with me. It'll be as safe as Fort Knox, don't you worry. Uh, okay. Thank you, Mrs. Cochran. Billy, it's okay to call me Connie, you know. Uh, okay, but Connie, I'll see you in a little bit. Thank you. Hey, same sweet. Yes, he's real sweet. Connie, you got that bourbon handy? Right here in my bag. Give me your cup. I like that pink tube top you're wearing mm -hmm. tonight. It was just his favorite. Connie, what are you up to? Well, I have a little surprise for a little Jesse. Huh? Well, when they get to playing real good, I'm gonna get right in front of him and flash my boobies at him. And more than that, too. What about Jimmy? He'll get over it. So the dude's big moment had finally arrived, and them boys were as nervous as a cat in a room full of rocking chairs. Of course, Jesse was too cool to admit it, but you could see it in the flop sweat on his forehead, and he had that little that little tremble some folks gets in their leg when they're scared shitless. After all, this was the biggest crowd they'd ever played to by far. All right, everybody. These next four young men have made quite a splash in the old Boogie Bayou this past year. They first got known from all the catchy jingles they did for some of our local businesses like Blanche's and Peepaw's. Oh, man, I think. 
But more exciting, these young fellows have been hard at work on their first album at Carnival Sounds right here in Mixon. And it's expected to be released very soon as the very first record on Mixon's brand new record label, Crush Records. Crush! That's a So come on, everyone, put your hands together and welcome the The Dazzle Dudes! Dazzle. Dazzle, dazzle. stage to a very warm Mixonian welcome. And then the inevitable happened. Hey, right on, far out. How's everybody doing tonight? Right on, right on. Okay, for our next song. (laughs) Yeah, so for our next song. Okay, we knew this would happen. Alright, everybody pick one and we'll do it. Who wants to hear Peepaws? And who wants to hear Blanches? Alright, Blanches it is. But it wouldn't be the same without Fletcher Lafayette. Fletcher, would you help us out? Of course, I'd be delighted. Well, let's do it. Here we go. Congratulations, everyone. Yummy, tasty, tummy fun. Where'd you get those donuts from? Blanches, Blanches. Yeah. At of exotic selections such as cream horns, Bismarck's, crullers and the like. A veritable cornucopia of toothsome treats to delight even the sweetest of tea. At Blanche's Downtown and State Road 21. See you there. I said who, who stole us everyone. Yummy, tasty, tummy, fun. Where'd you get those donuts from? Wedges! Wedges! Yeah! Wedges! Far out! Okay, let's get back to some more rock and roll. Y'all ready for the dazzle? Right on time, I'm 
Granny's gambit had worked its magic. She pulled her top down right in front of Jesse. He went all goggle-eyed and slack-jawed for a minute and forgot where he was in the song, but to his credit, he caught back up right quick. The unexpected effect was that many of the audience down front saw it too, and thinking it was just a cool part of the act, they went nuts. The downside, of course, was that Jimmy got an eyeful of his own mama's breasts, and he was confused and upset. Hey, Billy, here's that cassette player back. Not a scratch on it. Like you, mistress. I, I mean, Connie. So, Jesse, did you have a good time on the stage? Yeah, yeah, it was a groove. Mama! What, Jimmy? Why? Why did you have to do that? I'm grow up, Jimmy, for goodness sake. They're just my boobs. They fed you when you were a baby. You didn't mind them then. That's not the same. I mean, I'm not supposed to see them now, and everybody in front of the stage, neither. Jimmy, take a sip here from my flask and calm down. Oh, I don't want any. I said take a sip. Now, mister. Okay. Bigger. Uh, I, I can't. More. Okay. <laughs> Feel better? Maybe a little. Good. Now relax and quit being a baby and let's enjoy the rest of the show. Jesse? Uh, yeah, Connie. Would you be kind enough to escort me back up near the stage so I can see a little better? Yes, ma'am. I'd be proud to. Oh, God. Mama, can I hold on to your flask for a little while? Why, sure, honey. I've got my backup in my purse right here. All right, everybody. It's time for the last act of the night. What a night, huh, Fletcher? You can say that again, Jeep. Okay, everybody. Now, these guys don't need any kind of introduction, but we're going to do it anyway. You know them. You love them. The winners of last year's Battle of the Bands, the one, the only, Freaking Bugger! Come give us some sugar, but will the boogie preachers take call freaking burger? Yeah! Woo! Jesse, yeah. look at that girl trying to climb on the stage way over on the left. Isn't yeah. that girl you were hanging around with, the one who beat them rocks together? The yeah, Indian I see one? her. All right, yeah, right. yeah, that's Cheyenne. What is daughter? she doing? Yeah, this song's called Rock and Roll Soup. Little brother got the smooth going loop a de loop Hey, cause I'm cooking up some rock and roll soup. Who wants a bowl? Rock and roll soup, bring me your bowl. A rock and roll soup, I'll fill your bowl. With rock and roll soup. On the road with your rock and roll soup, all right. Yeah, <laughs> hey, uh, 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 hey, u
Settle down, settle down. We got this under control. Deputy Calhoun was right next to the stage, so nobody's hurt. Woo, that's something you don't see every day, right, Fletcher? No, sir, Dink, you do not. Goodness, you just never know what's going to happen next at the WTFH Battle of the Bands, do you? No, you certainly do not. What do y'all say? Has this been a wild night or what? All right, it's time for the big moment we've all been waiting for. Who's crowned the winner of the WTFH Battle of the Bands for 1974? This year, the prize money's gone up to $100 for the winner. And a four-hour recording session at, you guessed it, Bud Carney's Carnival Sounds right here in Mixon, Georgia. My studio, studio. I'll see you, Bargrad. All right, well, you know how this works. We announce the name of each band, and you judge them with your applause. We ready? All right, Fletcher, you go first. Certainly, Dink. All right, everyone, let's hear it for Boogiesaurus. All right, now let's hear it for Thick Brick. Now, how about the Rock Buddies? I got Frankie! Freakin' Bugger! <laughs> the Boogie Machine! The Nazzle Dudes! Gosh, Fletcher, I have to say, it's sounding kind of like a tie between the Dazzle Dudes and Freakin' Boogie. Yes, so, Dinkwood. Should we do? What are our contingency plans? Well, we don't have a contingency plan. So, how's about we call those two names again and see what happens? A splendid idea. All right. Everybody for freaking Bogart. And for the Dazzle Dudes. Wow. I don't know. What do you think, Fletcher? One more time? I think so, Dink. One more time, just to be sure. Freakin' Booger! The Dazzle Dudes? Now, Fletcher, would you do the honors? Why, Dink, the honor is mine. The winner of the 1974 WTFH Battle of the Bands is... The Dazzle Dudes! It's a soul, rock and roll, yeah. Rock and roll, yeah. It's a soul, rock and roll. Well, hello! and welcome to a special Saturday night edition of Mixin' Zone, the late night locals only show. I'm Freaky Dink Fingerhut, and in the studio tonight, we have got the winners of this year's Battle of the Bands, the Dazzle Dudes. 
Also present is Jeter Lewis, the owner of the brand new record label Crush Records, who will be releasing the dude's very first album soon. So how does it feel to be the new kings of the Boogie Bayou, dudes? Man, it feels great, Dink. I'm on top of the world. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I do feel kind of woozy, but it's cool. Yeah, cool. You know, Dink, I think it was just our time, man. So what about you, Jitter? What do you think? What, me? What, what do you mean? Well, how, how does it feel to know that the first band to ever make an album on your record label just wasn't the mix in rock scene's highest honor. I, 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 it's, really, it's really cool. Dazzle dudes. Dazzle dudes. Tell you the truth, I'm, I'm kind of surprised, though. What? W- what does that mean, Jeter? Well, I, I mean, you know, freaking booger, I mean, you know, they rocking or whatever, but Ronnie's getting his little brother ripped right off his chest right on stage and everything. That was a doll, Jeter. We all thought it was a doll all along, and now we know it was. But, but he was screaming and, and all that blood. That was just ketchup, man. Ketchup? He had a balloon filled up with ketchup tied behind the doll in case something like that ever happened. Well, well see, I mean, that's what I mean. I'm surprised they lied. <sighs> Why? Why, Jeter? Because that's a real show business. Well, look there. We are first caller of the evening. Hello, caller. You're live on the air with the Dazzle News. Yeah, I need a cab to come over to the Moose Lodge and carry me. Bud Carney, by God, come over to the Moose Lodge and carry me home right now. Well, well, yes, sir, Mr. Carney. We'll get one out right away. It's on its way right now. to episode 21, the season one finale of Dazzle Dudes, which was written, recorded, and produced by Murray Attaway with additional material by Layla Attaway. All material is copyright 2019. As usual, you can find Dazzle Dudes on Apple Podcasts, Android, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, Overcast, Radio Public, at DazzleDudes.com or wherever you get your podcast. So we've done 21 episodes, one each week, every Friday since February 15th of 2019. That's this year. It has been our extreme pleasure to present this podcast to you and are delighted that you've chosen to listen and share it with your friends and family. 
As you know, Dazzle Dudes is totally free, including no commercials, no requests for donations, no subscriptions, no nothing. Free. All we want is for you to keep listening and have fun and share it with more folks. We thank so much everyone who's rated us and hope that more of you will go to Apple Podcasts or Stitcher and give us that good five-star review because it surely does help. So although we'll take a break for the rest of the summer, we're already working hard on season two and we're excited to get new episodes happening. And if you're already a subscriber, you'll get season two automatically as soon as the first episode drops. And if you're not, well... Click that subscribe button. I mean, it's free and all. And as we always say, there's a lot of great podcasts nowadays, and there's all kinds of people that would like them. So if you know someone who's less tech savvy than you, you smart person, you, show them how easy it is to just start listening, especially seniors, because they might be a little bit more shy and hesitant and don't want to be embarrassed or or they might think you're just trying to hit them up for some cash. Turn them on to Dazzle Dudes. Put their minds at ease and just watch Granny get the giggles. Have a great summer and just keep on keeping on. Peace out.